print-on-demand platforms can be an easy way to get your first e-commerce business up and running. Today, I show you how. This is Bill Strand, and you're listening to the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast. The purpose of this entire podcast project is to help you start a business of any sort in the reptile industry. That can be as a content creator, a product manufacturer, or a breeder. And it can include anything else your creative mind can come up with. But for it to graduate from a hobby to a business or sustainable lifestyle, there must be a way for your fans or customers to pay you for your efforts. This, of course, requires that there be something that people want to buy and a means for people to transfer funds to you. Every listener here will have a different offering. But one common thing between you all is that you will have a persona, a presence that is symbolized by a logo. And we can use this logo to start you getting your first digital income. It may not be enough to pay the mortgage. It may only be enough for a foofy coffee once a week. But it can grow as much as you want it to. And that is what this is all about. I want you to have options to select from when choosing your life path. And what we are doing today will give you the digital option. By the end of this podcast episode, you will know how to set up a digital print-on-demand storefront. If you already have a logo, this could take all of a Saturday morning and you could be getting your first dollars Saturday afternoon. We are going to open up a print-on-demand store where you upload a graphical design of some sort and then your selected print service will print that logo on t-shirts, coffee mugs, mouse pads, pillows, and whatever else your chosen company offers. The key reason why this is perfect for you to start with is that a number of these companies allow you to set up a storefront on their website, so you do not need a website of your own. And you can see how this is progressing. We started the year with establishing a social media outreach on Instagram. It is here that you can build your audience. Then we talked about creating a logo. This is your graphic. And now we're going to set up a PayPal account and then set up a storefront. I have been talking about guiding you through setting up an e-commerce business and that we would spend the entire year putting it together. While that is true, the fact is that once you finish what we are going over in this episode, you will have a legitimate e-commerce business up and running. And you can take these concepts and apply it to whatever your true product is. Or else you can double down and make a business creating t-shirts. Once again, this is all about options. The advantage of using print-on-demand companies is that you put no money up front. In fact, there is no money required from you at all. They provide a storefront to you, so you can sell their shirts printed with your design. They take the orders, fulfill the product, deal with returns, and customer service. How can you beat that deal? Of course, the more services they perform, the higher the percentage of the sales they take. They have a set price that they are providing the product at, and then you decide what your markup will be and set the retail price in their system. The key is that you do not host the storefront, operate the printing presses, keep any inventory of blank or printed products, take orders, or perform customer service. So all you do is bring value to the brand, which is represented by the logo, sell the product, and collect your money. So how do we do this? Well, here's your business model that we are setting up. First, you have your Instagram account where you have established who your target audience is. These are your customers. You are offering and highlighting a product on your account. If it is a physical product, you are showing its use. If it's a service, you are showing how it can help you. 
If you are a content creator or educator, then this outreach is your product and your job is to make it as substantial of an outreach as you can. All of this effort adds value to your brand name. For me, it's Chameleon Academy or Dragon Strand or even just Bill Strand. All the work you put in is credited towards whatever brand you have selected. And once you attach a logo to that brand, you have something for people to identify you by. And the better they feel about what you're doing and the more they appreciate your work, the more they feel good to let the world know they enjoy being part of your fan base. So the most powerful sales outreach is you doing your best to serve your audience while wearing your logo. It is also the easiest for introverts and people who don't like sales. You can obviously do as much sales as you like for the products, but when you wear the product, every time you get in front of the camera, you are selling. Before you set up a shop, you have the prerequisite that you have to have something that can be printed on a t-shirt or other item. This may be the most challenging part for you, but it is unavoidable. You need something graphical that represents your online entity. And this can be anything from a full-color logo bursting from the page to a simple text font with your business name. Obviously, the more attractive it is, the more likely someone will want a t-shirt showing it. But remember, that logo is more than just a graphic. It represents you and your outreach. So a simple logo, or even just text, can be immensely powerful depending upon what it means and what you put behind it. And what it represents is 100% in your hands. I brought you an episode about logos with an interview with Adeline Robinson, who designs logos. If you like her style, that's a great place to get a logo. You can also get logos done at any price point from artists on Fiverr.com for less than $100 to professional work at $1,000 at 99designs.com. I have paid anything from $400 to $800 to making one myself. Which direction you go depends on what your graphic design capabilities are. If you have artistic capability, then you have an unfair advantage over the rest of us. And I encourage you to make the most of it and run with it. Make five designs and load up your store with options. But to start, you only need one. And let's be clear, there is no lifelong commitment here. You can always rebrand. So pick something to start with. Honestly, I had no idea what to do for a logo for a reptile entrepreneur. Dragon Strand? Lots I could do with that. Chameleon Academy? Oh, the possibilities were endless. But reptile entrepreneur? Complete brain freeze. So I played around with the words reptile entrepreneur, got a color and a font, and then just a little shift in position lined up some letters and I put a distinctive stripe down the two letters. Very subtle. But those in the know recognize it as the backstripe pattern of an Amazon Basin Emerald Tree Boa. So it was simple, attractive enough, and the very cool special part of it would be most appreciated by, well, only a small percentage of my audience, but it was enough to get me going, and I kind of like it. So the important thing is to just start. You can fix the plane while you're flying it. Your next task, after getting a logo, is to select a print-on-demand service. Enough of these have sprouted out that the choices can be confusing. Which to go with? Well, here's some help in that direction. There are two main approaches to the print-on-demand service. The biggest difference is if you want the service to give you a storefront and collect the money, or if you want the service to be part of your existing e-commerce website where you collect the money. We're going to focus on the storefront because I'm going to assume that you do not yet have an e-commerce website. The rise of print-on-demand companies, I'll call them PODs from here on out, 
Offering up their own personalized storefronts is an incredible opportunity for you to get started with no money up front. This service allows you to set up an account, design products, and then you have a link that you can send customers to. The company takes care of all the money transactions with the customer. They ship and they deal with customer service. They then give you a percentage of the sales to you as your profit. It isn't much, but then again, you aren't doing much, so it's a fair trade-off. I currently use the company's Spreadshirt and TeePublic. Now, there is another consideration to take into account if you are a serious content creator on YouTube. There are a handful of these print-on-demand companies that are approved by YouTube. Once you get 10,000 subscribers, you are allowed a merchandise shelf where your merchandise is shown when people view your videos. You can check out my Chameleon Academy account on YouTube to see how this works. But it isn't just any company that's allowed to be there. You can search for getting started with merch for YouTube and you'll have a lot to chew on. The most well-known companies are Spreadshirt and Spring, which used to be Teespring. My YouTube merch shelf is through Spreadshirt, so you can go to my YouTube channel and see how that works. Now, if you go to my chameleonacademy.com website, you'll see a merch store for which I decided to go with another storefront provider, TeePublic. In my line of work here on The Reptile Entrepreneur, I'm trying out as many variations as possible so I can be the most effective in helping you find the right path forward. At this time, both services seem good enough. I am leaning towards TeePublic because I like their mug design better, but I will continue to do tests on the products so I can offer the best quality advice on which one to go with and the best quality products to the people who purchase my merch. Now, under this approach, the POD company is handling all the payments. So that means they need a way of paying you. So you have to give them a payment method and fill out a W-4 because they will have to report your income to the IRS. And if this is the first time you are doing this, it may make you nervous to give out your social security number to some t-shirt company. And you are correct to be cautious. But this is something that is required of them, so you need to either decide to play the game or not go this route. Believe me, there are many things we do on the internet that are dangerous and giving up some control of our finances. Giving private identity information is one thing. But simply taking credit cards opens you up to huge risk. That's an important topic. Perhaps it's not for right now, but you will have to give them a way to pay you. And they offer different methods. Spreadshirt allows you to enter in your banking information or use a PayPal account. TeePublic will pay to either a PayPal or Payoneer account. So check to see which method your selected service would use. And so this goes a little further down the rabbit hole. PayPal is the common thread here. So a PayPal account makes this all easier. But PayPal has gotten big enough that they have tremendous power. They are very convenient, but realize they are now controlling over your funds. And it is wonderful as long as things are going your way. But as soon as somebody wants free product and tells their credit card company this was a fraudulent charge after they received the product, you get to see how unjust the system can be. Who do you think pays when someone says they had a fraudulent charge on their card? It isn't the credit card company with $30 billion in annual profit or PayPal with $11 billion in annual profit. Nope, it's you, the small business owner. You are out the product that you shipped. No, you're not getting it back. You are out the shipping charge because you're giving back the entire charge. And if you work with PayPal, you are charged a $20 chargeback fee because neither the credit card company nor PayPal want to foot the bill for their excellent customer service to their customer base, even the lying customers. 
Yep, if you are an honest small business, you are the one shouldering the cost. Now, Square is a payment processor that doesn't do the $20 chargeback fee, so you can consider using them for your e-commerce business payment processor. At least they don't, as of yet, hit you with a punitive charge for being the smallest kid in the room that can be kicked around. But it's always a good thing to check. Yep, as soon as we leave the cash transaction, we now are taking on risk and putting decisions in other people's hands. That said, without a method for digital payment, there would be no way we could build businesses like we have, so it's just part of how things work. Now, that's a lot of deep considerations that we don't have to get into right now. Creating a PayPal account to receive funds from a POD platform is a very low-risk use of PayPal. But it's an important discussion we need to have on a later podcast episode when we get deeper into e-commerce websites. Allowing control over our income to various third parties is something that must be taken on with full understanding of what power we are giving to them. Once again, not something that we need to worry about with this particular application today, so just know that it will be a bigger discussion later this year. Now, for those of you who do have an e-commerce website, there are excellent print-on-demand platforms that will provide you a plugin for WooCommerce or Shopify or many of the other e-commerce plugins. Now, if you're not a website designer, what I said may not make a whole lot of sense, so I'm going to give you a brief introduction to e-commerce websites. Not a whole lot, just enough so you understand what we're talking about. The most popular website building platform in the world is called WordPress. That is because it is free, and even though many people love to hate it, it has opened up web design to anyone. WordPress gives you a blogging site, and then you add capabilities onto it using plugins that increase the functionality of your site. The most popular e-commerce plugin that allows you to have a product list, a shop, and to accept money is called WooCommerce. And other companies can create plugins of their own that will interact with WooCommerce. Putting together a website with WordPress is kind of like putting together a car by yourself. You have to make sure all the parts fit together, and if something isn't working, you get to troubleshoot the Frankenstein of plugins you threw together. If that is too much and you're willing to pay someone else to make sure things work, then you can get a Shopify website, which gives you an e-commerce website, but handles much of making sure things work themselves. You pay in monthly fees, but if you consider how much time you spend and customer aggravation you receive when things don't work, you start to value someone else making sure it all works. Did you know if you have more than one SPF text file in your DNS list that the email sent from your website will be recorded as sent by your website, but rejected by the receiving servers? You can combine multiple SPFs into one text line, but you cannot have more than one. Now, how in the world does anyone know that? Where are you supposed to learn that? Well, after a couple of weeks of troubleshooting and Googling and customers being pissed and trying out five other things, you learn valuable tidbits like this. That is the beauty of having a WordPress site. They work great until they don't, and then everyone shrugs their shoulders. Because now it's time for you to do a heck of a lot of Googling and YouTubing. I love WordPress and learning about web design and how the digital world works. It really is very cool. But having to learn about that world while my main source of income is acting up is not the way I want to do it. So yes, I'm sure you see that this will be a huge topic on this podcast later on. In fact, I've dedicated the entire fourth quarter talking about creating an e-commerce website where we will talk about WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, Wix, and the host of other options that are immensely confusing to anyone trying to find their way in this digital jungle. That said, I should get back to our print-on-demand application. But now you have an idea, 
of what some of these words mean. You don't need to know more at this point. Like I said, we'll get to that soon enough. So assuming you have your own e-commerce website already, your customer can check out like a normal product on your e-commerce website and will pay you directly for the product. I use the company Printful for this. And if you would like to see how it works, go to my reptileentrepreneur.com website homepage and you can click on the merchandise graphic to go to the WooCommerce shop on my website. The significance of this is that I am handling the collection of money. Printful or other providers like Printify, etc., will have a plugin that you install on your website. And Printful has a plugin for WooCommerce, Shopify, and others as well, so it works on most common platforms. You create your products on the Printful website, and it will sync up with your website and show them as your product offering. And show them on your website as your product offering. People select what they want, check out, and pay you. Printful is notified that a purchase has been made, and they collect the shipping address from the transaction, print up the product, and ships it out to the customer. Printful will then bill you for the cost of the product. The difference is your profit. Unlike the storefront approach, to set up an account at one of these providers, you're required to give them a billing method, which with Printful can be credit card or PayPal, that they can charge you. Okay, so there's a lot of print-on-demand stores out there. But the truth is you don't have to pick one. You really can have as many of these POD services as you like. I personally have three right now, although that's mainly for the purpose of demonstrating how they work. So right now, you can see how the Printful plugin works by going to the reptileentrepreneur.com website homepage. There is a merch store that you can click on and you can buy a number of Reptile Entrepreneur accessories. You will check out on my website and everything else happens behind the scenes. If you would like to see how the storefront works, you can visit my T Public merchandise store by going to the chameleonacademy.com website. On the homepage, there is a link to my merchandise store. If you click that, it actually takes you off my website and to the T Public website where you can do the transaction. Very convenient. But if you are nervous about sending a customer off your website, then you are thinking the right way. This is convenient. But deliberately sending your customer off your site is not good marketing or sales funnel strategy. If you have nothing else for them to do or buy, it's really no problem. It's okay and even preferable to use a service like this when you are beginning because you don't have an e-commerce website yet. So it's a huge benefit in that case. When you do get a website and you want to retain your customer, then you can look into the other options like the plugins. And if you check out my Chameleon Academy YouTube channel, you can see how the merchandise shelf comes in below my videos. And this goes to my Spreadshirt shop. Once again, you will be taken off the YouTube platform and go to Spreadshirt to complete your transaction. And yes, I did do this to be able to show you how all the different methods work. So you can consider all my outreach efforts as working examples of what I'm sharing here. Once you decide on which POD you want to start with, you make an account with them. This is where you give them your payment information. Once they have that, you can actually be paid. But the design is very straightforward. Each of these services will guide you through and make it simple. You will load up your logo image or whatever image you're using, and they will allow you to place it somewhere on the t-shirt or mug or whatever accessory you're working with. You choose the colors, the price, and it is done. Honestly, once you have your design, you can have a fully functioning e-commerce store up and running on a Saturday morning. I know it might be intimidating at first, but they really do make it easy to go through all these steps. 
I have links on the show notes page if you want to check into any one of these POD platforms. Go there and click the sign up button. There is zero risk or financial outlay, so there's no deep thought that has to go into whether to try it out or not. And you can upload as many designs as you want and offer them on as many accessories as you want. So yes, you could make this into a full-time business. Of course, the success of that depends on both how attractive your designs are and how good you are at marketing. So let's talk marketing. My main purpose for this episode is to get you started with e-commerce. And I'm actually not coming at this from the perspective that selling t-shirts will be your main source of income. It's just a block being put in place to get you started. Though you are free to and encouraged to go way beyond and make it something big if you'd like. Before a starting point, let's go back to that Instagram account we put together. Hopefully you've been feeding it and seeing some growth. Instagram can be a tough place these days, but it's still the best platform for this. Although TikTok is starting to add on some business features. Both TikTok and Instagram give you one outside link in your profile, and that's where you can put your merchandise shop link. And then you wear your merchandise and show it off during live sessions and say, click the link in the bio if you'd like one of your own. I wear my shirts during videos I make and during live sessions and in stories. I drink from the coffee mug during my live sessions. And these are passive ways that you can let people know that the merchandise exists. And if your POD platform ever has a sale or you have a new design, you can make posts about that. And this is the way that you can start working with getting an income from an e-commerce platform. As you grow and add on a YouTube channel and other digital properties, you can change that bio link to a link aggregator like Linktree. Linktree is an example of a service where you can send people to that will have all the links of everything you have so that when you want to send people off Instagram or TikTok, you can always use one link to your link aggregator page instead of juggling 10 different links. Now, a link aggregator is a great substitute for a website for now. But as soon as you get a website set up, you're much better off creating a landing page on that website with all the links. Link aggregators are incredibly convenient, but they are soaking up all the web traffic credit. Once you have your own website, you want Google to recognize all the traffic going to your website so they know your website is a great place to be. If you send all of your traffic to a link aggregator, then Google knows that that aggregator is a great place to be. So, it's a convenient and useful middle step, but we want to end up with all the digital credit we deserve. But this is for another day. Right now, get a logo, set up your payment processor, and select a print-on-demand platform. Set up your logo on a shirt for sale and put the link of your store in your Instagram bio. And of course, buy a shirt from your store yourself and start wearing it on your social media posts. If you would like links to any of the print-on-demand platforms I have used and talked about, then you can go to the show notes on reptileentrepreneur.com for season two, episode 25, and they will be there. So we are taking a big step here into building our e-commerce business. This may be your first digital income. And when you get that first sale, I mean, besides your purchase and your mother and all her friends, I mean, the first stranger that buys your shirt, it's a feeling of so many future possibilities opening up that weren't there before. That is a lot from a sale, which puts $3 in your account. Many of you will smile and say, that's cool. But for some of you, this will hit like a freight train. You realize that it is possible to have a completely different income and career than you may have considered before. The possibilities become endless. Sure, it's a very small step forward, but this step in a direction you never considered before may lead to a life 
you never considered before. We will continue to make those steps in future episodes of this podcast. We will expand our marketing outreach. We will explore different ways that your digital presence can produce other sources of income. If nothing else, we will be planting seeds all along the way of things that could be. What grows from them is yet to be seen and depends on which ones you water. But I can tell you that me discovering my first podcast took me off an exit from the freeway I was on and led me to an incredible world that I have been exploring ever since. I can tell you there is no going back, and I am inviting you to come along. I can't wait to see where you end up. This is Bill Strand signing off. Take care of yourself, take care of our reptile community, and let's see what we can build.